Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott, and I'm your host. I'm a transformational leader and an instigator of joy. I use human design, professional coaching, intuition, and a teeny tiny dash of magic to help people relax into their true essence so they can experience more ease, joy, and abundance. And you guys, I'm doing this new thing. I've been offering private sessions. I've been offering long-term coaching. I've been offering human design readings and partner readings for a while, but I'm now offering mini sessions. These are 30 minute sessions where you bring one, excuse me. These are 30 minute sessions where you bring one thing that you want help with one intention, whether it's starting a business or how can you improve your business or Maybe it's a new year's resolution or a goal, or it can be anything in your life. Maybe it's like adding more physical activity to your life, whatever it is, you bring that to the session. We hone in on the way you can do that in full alignment with your soul's blueprint. There is an energetically correct way for you to do things. There are actually multiple different ways to do things energetically correct. But when we do things in a way that is energetically incorrect for us, we know it. We, we struggle, we suffer, we get on the struggle bus, we push and push and push. It's like trying to pull a, or push a boulder uphill. It's miserable. Our soul is screaming, not this way. The energy of the universe is like, yo, wrong way. This is heavy and hard. And yet we have been conditioned culturally. If it's, if it's too easy, then everyone can do it. If it's too easy, then it's not the right way. We have to struggle because you have to earn things. You have to suffer to really make it worth it. And I am not at all opposed to hard work. I love working my butt off, especially swimming, biking, and running. And that isn't suffering. That isn't struggling. That is still filled with ease. There's, there's a difference between when you're doing something with ease, there's this, like, you can feel the universe pulling you forward. You can just feel the joy exploding out of you all the time. This is what it feels like to do things in alignment it gets to be easy. And by easy, I mean, ease, E as in filled with ease. It gets to be joyful. You get to welcome in so much abundance. You get to constantly kind of peek out at the world and be like, hee hee, I'm like cheating the system. It's kind of like wearing matching underwear where all day you're like, I have a secret. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. Cause I haven't done that in a really long time. And that might be too much information, but I hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, these mini sessions, I adore them. I don't know for sure. Things move pretty fast around here. So I don't know if I'm going to continue doing them past January. I meant December, but that was an interesting little slip. So I don't know if I'm going to continue doing them past December, but I am pretty sure I will be increasing the price in January if they are to continue in there, which my mouth just said they were. Anyway, sign up, link in the show notes for mini sessions. Book yours right now. Okay, now let's get into the topic of this week's episode. This, I brought Pete back. It's been a little while since he's been on the Find Your Awesome podcast. I think our last episode together was in July. And in this conversation, we wanted to kind of not rehash, not assess, not recap, but reflect. That's the word I'm looking for. We wanted to reflect on 2021 and the major things we learn and how these 365 days that we haven't had all of them yet, but how the last year really transformed us, how it pushed us to go in places that we had no idea we were going and just, yeah, that's what this episode is. It is, 
what was calling to me this year as the reflection for this year in the past, I've actually led groups in reflection and intention setting for the next year. I don't personally feel called towards that this year, but if you are here are a few little questions to journal on number one, make yourself a brag list. So go through 2021. What did you do? What amazing things did you do? And do not discount yourself, please. If you did something scary, if you got a new job, started a business, had a baby, uh, geez, anything that counts. You're not comparing your brag list against anyone else. So whatever you did that you're proud of, have you ever just like called and made a dentist appointment and you're like, yes, I did that. That can go on your list. Absolutely. So a judgment-free brag list. And if you need help, I always found it when I was on social media, I actually found it most helpful to look back at my social media to remember the past months, like January, 2020. What was that? What? I don't remember anything from there. So look back through your photos, look through your calendar, see any notes that might jog your memory. So step one, make a brag list. Step two, celebrate all of the amazing things that you did in 2021. And then ask yourself the questions. What do you want to leave in 2021 as you step forward into 2022? What do you want to leave behind in 2021? Who do you want to leave behind in 2021? What behaviors do you want to leave behind in 2021? And when I said who, I actually meant like what version of yourself, like I am a person who, but perhaps there are some relationships that you want to leave behind in 2021. And then what do you want to carry forward into 2022? What behaviors, habits, passions, ways of being, did you develop in 2021 that you'd like to bring forward into 2022? And then what do you want to create in 2022? Now, if you're a specific manifester, go ahead and get all specific. If you're not, how do you want to feel in 2022? If it doesn't feel good to get super specific on this, don't follow what feels good for you. Okay. Do that all on your own time, or you can hit pause, take yourself through that exercise and then listen to this episode. I hope you enjoy this conversation. I love you all so much. Thank you so incredibly much for listening. Come play with me in a mini session or, or human design reading or a partner reading or a private session, or perhaps long-term coaching is for us. You can find all of that, except the mini session at KelseyAbbott.com. You can actually only book the mini session. Just get the link in the show notes. It might be on my blog. I think it is, but really it's kind of hard to find. So show notes, book your mini session. I am so excited to meet you and play with you. And it's time for me to get out of my own way. I love you. You're amazing. Go forth and be awesome. Welcome back to the Find Your Awesome Podcast, Peter McDougall. Yay, it's go so good to be here. Um, we're gonna get into well, let's just start out with some sparkly light. What has delightfully surprised you recently? It doesn't even have to be today. Um, well, we did have today a woodpecker, really big one. Maybe it was a pileated woodpecker. I don't know. Bigger than the ones we normally see, fly right across us and land on a tree, and it was quite a lovely little surprise, a little bit of nature. Um, the most epic, delightful surprise we've had recently was that bunny from a few days ago who was just displaying all things bunnydom, um, just jumping and zigzagging, and like there was no way we were going to catch this bunny if we were trying to catch it. Um, and it was a perfect example of the bunny just being the bunny. It was. It was. And, you know, so much of my, the delightful surprises 
that I I reached the end of the day being like, oh, that was a delightful surprise. So many of the things are animals. Mm-hmm. And I, I briefly felt a little guilty about that. <clears throat> I'm over it now. Yeah. Good. Uh, but I think my biggest delightful surprise right now is that I got this idea. The seed was planted by my friend Meg Haynes uh, to do. She just said I helped her so much think move into exploring new habits in alignment mm-hmm. and she was like you could help people like around new year's resolutions and that planted the seed of well helping people change habits set goals all in alignment and mm-hmm. so i came up with this idea to do mini sessions and i let it sit with my emotional authority and still felt amazing so i announced it on i announced it yesterday yesterday I don't know, days. And then I had my first session today and I was so excited about it last night. I had trouble falling asleep and had this session today and I loved it so much. It was so fun. As a, and as a four, six, eight, the hardest part of me is these are only 30 minutes long. Right. So the hardest thing is ending. It's kind of like I have to close my eyes and be like, okay, bye. And I'm like, ah, I wanted to keep talking to that person for hours. But I'm... I am, I mean, if, if when I see a bunny bunnying, that's a delightful surprise. Right. This feels like, I don't know if the word delightful is quite right, but it also opens me up to, if this is what a delightful surprise could feel like, and I could just have all day, every day filled with surprises like this, holy moly. Well, if you think about it, that's you living your... Alignment. This and is alignment. so the delightful surprise was watching the bunny live its ali- in alignment. And so maybe when the world is operating in alignment, that's just delightful surprises being thrown like rose petals by some little kid walking down an aisle. Like the whole world is full of delightful surprises, delightful surprises when everyone's living in alignment. Mm. And delightful, yes. So there's there's such delight in watching other organisms mm-hmm. live in alignment mm-hmm. and the delight of experiencing our own alignment mm-hmm. is just it's fantastic. sparkly af it is thanks for yep. helping me see that you're welcome you're welcome i'm just gonna sit with it for a second okay so we're here because we want to be mm-hmm and we're here to talk about 2021 mm-hmm. and you know it felt like a actually like in hindsight a very well organized curriculum yeah no it, it was it's not necessarily the one i expected we certainly didn't see it ahead of time but i do looking back feel like there were definite um lessons and classes and exams and yeah all of that was laid out very clearly it was an incredibly challenging year yep. for me. Yep. Me as well. Yeah. A lot of that challenge was overlapping. <laughs> Some of it, it not. A lot of it was. And a lot of it was um, us experiencing it in different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, we were experiencing everything in different ways. Right. But some of it was completely side by side. Mm-hmm. And some of it was like me experiencing it personally and you observing and experiencing it interpersonally and there were just like all different flavors it was kind of like here are these different topics explore from every angle ready go yeah and i think that's one of the things that made it such an interesting year from that point of view and i say interesting as if it's a clinical looking back at something that was very challenging at specific times and so i don't want to minimize the emotions that went through but stepping back from it I think being able to go through some of it side by side with you very much helped to be able to go through some of it on a different path also helped because that meant that you could provide insight or I could provide insight I mean I think at one point in time we were you know you were up when I was down and I was down when you were up and that allowed each other to support like allowed us to support one another when we needed it most as opposed to both of us having bathroom floor moments at the same time which really is challenging um and the other thing is like completely different things that we could go through and 
and see, oh, it's like taking this class analogy even further. It's like I'm going through math class and you're going through pottery class. And it's like, oh, you're learning by using your hands and hands on and I'm learning by having someone talk at me and, and you know, doing problems in a book. It's just different way of learning and in some ways seeing that unfold for you differently than it unfolds for me, I think helps provide a better perspective of like, oh no, this is the kind of class I'm going through. Um, because you can't really learn pottery from a book and hands-on math is a little bit harder for some math. So I just, I think it was an interesting thing to be able to have that to compare and contrast as we went through the year. And that's actually a really appropriate analogy because I mean, I'd say most of my classes are like through my body. So yeah, you're more the pottery. Or gym. Thing. It could just yeah. be a PE class. Yep. But I don't know if anyone really has a positive memory I some, of PE class. I sometimes try to learn pottery through a book, but that really, you know, you're trying to help me get out of my head and do more learning in my body, which I think this year has been a lot about as well. That just reminded me of in college, I had one of my water polo teammates' dads tell me that he had learned how to play water polo from a book. How did I learn to play? I was like, I, I like didn't know how to respond. I was like, from playing? From, because I got to college, I already played polo for three years and I had learned from other people, which is my design. Yeah. And in hindsight, I'm like, oh, you know, we all think like, oh, everyone must learn the same way we mm -hmm. do. We understand learning disabilities, but they're called disabilities. Like you're not doing it right. Mm -hmm. I am designed to learn through people. Maybe this person was designed to learn through books. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's by understanding how other people are different from how we go through life that we can better understand how we go through life. Because if it's just a default, then you don't really stop and think about it. But if you really stop and think and understand how we're all different, then you start appreciating your own path more. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get into the way that I'm feeling called to reflect on 2021, mm -hmm. which is to look back and see all the things that challenged us. Like, all right, see them quite clearly. And then look at how did we change from that? How did we become a different person how are we different now than we were on January 1st, mm -hmm. 2021? And we've talked about this curriculum. And so I, for me, the, the if I had to give one word or phrase to how I, how every piece of this curriculum built upon the piece before it, not always in order, but I would say softening. Mm. It was a relaxing into my true essence. And I realized I'm, I'm going to jump ahead right now because I just in talking to Ariana realized that there's another piece of it that I just hadn't put these words onto it. But um, part of it has been being radically honest mm -hmm. about who I am and having the courage to relax and soften and open my heart into being that person in every situation. Mm -hmm. And the part that, that I saw through Ariana is right. People with an open spleen in the past, I have seen them get so terrified. It feels like, and mm -hmm. I don't want that for them. It's, mm -hmm. it's horrible to see like the look of and, and feel their fear. And so a wanting to stop that. Mm -hmm. So like putting up a wall so that I don't trigger them. So, okay. Where do I want to start? Softening. Softening. But now I'm going to jump into the difference between bravery and courage because I feel like I'm just... I'm just going to jumble this yeah. all out and we'll see where it falls. And we'll pick up the pieces afterwards. Exactly. Because actually I was listening to a podcast recently and the person said that 
2021 has been this year of explosions and it's almost like we took out uh took all the things out of a drawer and jumped jumped dumped them on the floor and we're just kind of sifting through like looking at all the rubble being like huh okay now what and that 2022 is going to be this year of actually putting it in place and like making the drawer wonderful Mm -hmm. and right now i feel something that i also felt this summer like in july i'd say which is this feeling is like something's coming Mm -hmm. i i feel it so strongly and i know that i feel things early so like what i'm feeling so strongly right now it feels like it's right around the corner so much that sometimes like when we're walking i'm like is it around this corner it honestly could come in December of 2022. Right. Which is, I know that patience is like, just, <laughs> people are like, have patience. I'm like, yes, next level patience signed up for that class. It could be years before that thing that you see so clearly is actual reality. That is like, I think my, one of the major things that my soul signed up for. So bravery versus courage. I don't think the words in reality are that different, but they have come to mean different things to me this year. Mm -hmm. And that is bravery. I feel like I've always been, well, maybe not always, certainly not always, but for a while now, I've been very brave. Mm -hmm. And bravery to me means doing things when you're scared. Okay. Got it all day, every day. We did that practice of doing at least one thing a day that Mm -hmm. scared us. And for anyone who wants to follow along with that, what we did is we committed to doing one thing a day that scared us. And then at the end of the week, Sunday night, we would write in this journal all the things. And it started out, we wrote in normal size font Mm -hmm. and it was like 10, seven to 10 things each. And then after a few months it became we were writing so teeny tiny because we each had like 40 things Mm -hmm. and it was like shorthand it was like just a just a reference to something as opposed to like kind of a half sentence that it was before exactly and i can't remember if we stopped at a year or if we stopped when the notebook got full i think we stopped at some point in time halfway through the camper and it it wasn't that the notebook got full because i found i think but it just at some point in time something like christmas happened and we like we changed like there was some kind of change and we decided this, this was no longer serving us. It was no longer doing what we Well, we don't to do. need to write it down anymore. Yeah. I think for both of us, doing scary things is just, that's what you do. Because it, it, the intention was to, to challenge us, to, to confront something that we were afraid of and just be like, no, I'm going to do it rather than put it off and do it the next day because it's something that's scared, which is something at least the way I saw it. Yeah. Um, like it was basically to have courage. It was to be brave and to kind of push through. And that became a habit. And then, yeah, once it becomes a habit and once you're used to doing it, then it's, I don't know, less well, like, re- important to call it out. I don't need to write down that I brush my teeth every day. Like that's a... Right. Got it. Not that that was ever a scary thing, but, no, but no, that no, is but a habit. As a yeah. habit. Yeah, as exactly. a habit. <laughs> Hi, brush my teeth. Yeah, no, that's how we started small, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Baby steps. I, as far as I know, have at no time been afraid of brushing my teeth. Good, good. But I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, Anyways. okay, so that would be bravery. Courage, on the other hand, so courage, we all know core, the, the root comes from the word for heart. And I'm boring Pete right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's heard this before. (laughs) He wants me to just get to the point. He knows I'm not inclined to provide details. And why am I still talking? So cute when you try, though. (laughs) So, So courage for me means opening my heart, which is a different form of bravery. Mm -hmm. And it's it's required me to see these places. Like I just gave the example of like, not wanting to trigger somebody so instead putting a wall up Mm -hmm. and not allowing myself it's not even about being seen is i actually had no problem with being seen right it was about like oh my heart's too dangerous for you Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna protect you from it so it's just this like softening and i say softening because a lot of it comes from like hey where are your shoulders 
Okay. Relax them. Mm-hmm. And then check in with yourself. I mean, I've been doing this while we run, too. Like, just keep relaxing your shoulders. Not, like, just pull them down, but act, which is what I had done before. But, like, relax them. Well, I mean, if you think about, like, we described it as, as a barrier or a shield or something. And if you're holding a shield, you, you know, you're hefting the shield and your shoulders are up and you're kind of hiding behind the shield. And so that's a very lifting, active muscle tied thing behavior and so if you if you relax and your shoulders drop down and your arms drop down and you're much more flowy then then you're not holding it like you can't hold a shield um you can't raise a barrier so it makes sense that that the softening comes with this very visual image in your mind and even a physical manifestation of you just kind of relaxing stuff down i even said it to you the other night i thanked you so much for being willing to tell the truth and I felt it in my body when you were going to tell our neighbors that I had had a bad vaccine reaction and that's Mm -hmm. why I was behaving in a certain way and that felt like (sighs) yeah it's it's, and as you say it's not you being seen but it kind of is you being seen it's 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 the real you being put out there um and I think I think from what you're saying about wanting to be authentic and you across everything, as opposed to proactively making the choice to not show up as the true you because of the story that you have in your head about what that will do, or or what I think I think all of that is tied very much together, for sure. I thought you were gonna say something like uh, tied to, and well, then you end finished that that well, I thought it was going to be sentenced with a word and I was disappointed. <laughs> You're disappointed. I was so excited and you just dropped it. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's tied to this courage. It's tied to this bravery. It's tied to this whole softening thing. Um, I mean, if you think about the softening from a biological point of view, like you look at the palm tree versus the oak tree and, you know, oaks, oaks have, can put up with a lot because they hold firm palm trees will move all over the place because they're not nearly as firm but oak trees in a tornado or a or a hurricane will will get blown down or get broken or really badly damaged whereas a palm tree will bend all the way down and then it'll snap all the way back so hmm. like the whole Which feels like this year yeah I you know in order to not down. break you you were learning that sometimes you just need to to just flow and and be you whatever that means and whatever that like just just to be you and like not try and hold up the shield and resist just kind of go with it i mean and i think that is actually a really good description of this year being a hurricane at some parts of it because that that like if you were gonna hold yourself apart and hold up a shield to parts of that you were just gonna get knocked on your ass and i mean we were knocked on our ass and that's the whole learning process but yeah, well, that's that's a I hadn't thought of that. And this isn't this new softening mm-hmm. isn't just a response to hurricanes. Right. This is like I am learning through experience that this is safe, and that I'm willing to risk it for the biscuit. At the risk of extending this analogy beyond its useful life. Think of how much energy it takes for the oak tree to resist and hold on. I mean, palm trees are just basically grasses. They grow so fast, so quickly, because they're not putting all their energy into, like, all this stern fiber that can hold and withstand and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it breaks down after that because palm trees don't live very long and oak trees live forever kind of thing. But but that's beside the point. But, yeah, it like, it's not just a question of the hurricane. It's just a question of, like, do you really want to go through life spending a, a huge amount of your energy resisting and and putting up barriers and putting up shields? Or do you want to just go and be and, and be you? And I want to clarify that for me, it was not a huge amount of energy. Right. That I, it was in teeny, t- it was like in, mm, in yep. like sneaky little pockets that I was like, oh, it's. I, I'm not, what would happen if I yeah. soften? It's like, I'm me, I'm me, I'm me, I'm me everywhere. Oh, uh, can't totally be myself right, right. there. 
okay, what if I could? And this is interesting because when I had my first intuitive session with Manuela Welton, she's on the podcast, I don't know, maybe a month ago, um, she had said to me, it's safe to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I know. And she was like, you are bright and colorful. You can be, you're supposed to be like bright and colorful everywhere. And side note, Manuela said that we were talking on the phone. At the time I was wearing, I was sitting in my office under my red wall with joy painted on it. Um, wearing highlighter yellow shorts. And I don't remember what else, but I was like, can you see through the phone? I am a colorful human. Um, anyway, at the time, and this is what I think is so cool about the work of people like Manuela. At the time, I was like, mm-hmm, but I am me. Okay, where else can I be me? You know, trying to use my brain to figure it out. Mm. Figuring it out always. Mm -mm. Always the straight route to the struggle bus for generators and manifesting generators. And then I was shown. I was guided mm -hmm. to hear, to soften. And you'll... You learn to soften, and I practiced. I also was guided to this meditation. It's all about softening, and I did it for like two months before I actually was like, oh, that's what this is doing. It's softening. It's helping me, inviting me to open my heart more. And I'm just realizing right now this is all, this is exactly what I asked for, what I asked, like, please show me. Mm -hmm. And this is, okay I was shown and it's been gentle and and the places the relationships in which I was scared to soften into myself um they have gotten so yeah. much better so much better and before I flip it over to you Pete I, I need to add this little piece so I watched so Pete was gone for a little while which meant I turned on Netflix to, um, I'm not such a good TV watcher, but I do other things while the TV is on. Anyway, Colton coming out or coming out, Colton, I think it's Colton coming out. It's so good. I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix. And he, he really, he doesn't use the same words, but he's really talking about the same thing about the softening into the truth of who he is being completely honest with himself and then with others and how it just brings this just sense of ease that i think with that ease we just there's there's a difference between clicking into alignment or cranking into alignment and softening into alignment mm -hmm. and with that ease we just soften into alignment mm -hmm. Well, it's just interesting because one of the things you were talking about, bringing it back to the bravery and the courage part of this, is because I think it's a four or six who's basically like, here's my heart. That's me. Like, that's yeah. you. And so I can understand when you are going into certain circumstances and certain situations with certain people, like, oh, that can be incredibly scary. Because it's like, there's our, oh, oh, you knocked it onto the ground. Oh, okay, I'm going to pick it up. Right. And... <laughs> thinking so i am a four six and i'm just now realizing maybe my soul chose for me to be a four six and another four six that i know really well maybe her soul also chose for her to be a four six because we were going to experience and be surrounded by a whole lot of emotional abuse mm -hmm. and that is where the four six kind of has a choice like here's my heart here's my heart oh that hurts mm -hmm. let's shut it down and yet when you've gone through that and practice shutting it down and then you're then you relearn to open it up or then you find the courage and you keep finding the courage and you keep finding more courage and you keep finding more courage and you're just kind of like in awe of the size of your own heart like and and the the gifts of it i mean i don't think i would have I don't think I would be in such reverence to this experience if I hadn't had the like danger, danger situations earlier in my life where it was absolutely like, okay, shield up right now. Well, because that's the whole point about bravery isn't bravery without fear. 
So right. if you didn't know that that was a possibility, someone who's like able to show up as themselves all the time because they've never had that experience is a very different thing because it's almost a default. So, so that makes perfect sense. Like you needed to go through that so you can understand it and it can be a learning lesson. It just wasn't there that show that was like between two ferns. Yes, and we're just talking to each other through a bamboo plant right that now. That's true. <laughs> Although I'm not entirely sure who Zach Galifianakis is in this moment, but we're Neither both being us. much more polite than he is. Often, no, so. we are us. That's mm-hmm. the whole point here. But it's not between. It's it's on There's either side. There's a bamboo plant. Yeah. in between us. Yeah. Okay, so my love. Yes. How are you different now than you were at the start of this year? I think this year was about me getting more connected with my emotional authority. And and that involved a lot of feeling the feels and listening to the feelings of the feels. No, that doesn't make sense. But listening to the feels. Feeling the feels well, and listening to the feels. Okay, it sounds like you're trying to say feeling the feels and realizing that they actually could guide you yeah as opposed to just being things that you ride out and 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 experience um I mean from the earlier part of the conversation we hinted at the fact that i tend to be much more of a logical minded thinking my way through and Pete's, as you said pete's son personality gate is the gift of spotting and explaining the facts right it is a logic gate and that is all the logic in this relationship yeah i i'm basically carrying that water Uh, For us all. Thank you. It comes in very handy sometimes. Very handy, except for when you want less details, Mm -hmm. which is great Mm -hmm. uh, because that helps balance me. But yeah, so I have, I think, managed to go through most of my life thinking my way through stuff, and that's gotten me very far and done me very well. And and that, as you have pointed out, that that, like there's part of my son personality gate that relies on that as well. So it's not like I'm completely out of alignment. But as a result, um, there's a lot that I haven't learned from you know sacral authority emotional authority like listening to my body listening to my emotions um i i I tend to default to thinking and thinking gets the first middle and last word in a lot of choices so that wasn't in the cards this year like it was there was no option to think my way through stuff that's kind of like the little oak tree in front of the hurricane like it just there was no option so i had to i had to listen to my emotions i had to follow that um i had to let go of the thinking i tried even desperately to cling to thinking as a as a life ring out of the craziness but it didn't you know it wasn't tied to anything so it didn't work um and i think as the year progressed like that this the first half of the year was like boom here are emotions we're just going to strip all the logic covering away and get straight down to the emotions and then the second half of the year was like now that you know that your emotions are there which i mean to be fair i knew my emotions were there but but now this is how you can listen to them this is how you can use them to make choices and decisions and i think that's what the the latter half of the year was a lot about i think there's a a like a lot of different ways that we can engage with our emotions. We can numb them. Yep. Which I don't think either of us has ever done. Certainly not at a, like beyond a small scale. I right. Mean, you know, there, there's, and, and that's, I think, just to segue away from the point that you were moving towards, um, I, I think that there's, like, numbing gets a bad rap in the sense that if you are, like, just the other day, I can't remember, but you asked if I was dealing, I, I was dealing with something to numb it. And I said, yes, because that was conscious. And then you were like, do you want to be doing it? I'm like, yes, for right now. And so it was like a half hour of just kind of, I don't want to deal with that. And at the end of the half hour, I mean, it wasn't like I had a clock on it, but then I was like, okay, let's go for a walk. And then we talked it through and it was fine. So I think numbing is numbing can help us create space so that certain parts of things become less raw. So we're not we're be, we're moving beyond the reaction and into the response phase. So I think numbing in a small scale, intentionally done, is fine. It's perfectly fine. But you're absolutely right. A lot of a lot of people numb unintentionally, at least 
intentionally initially and then it becomes an unintentional habit and then you're just not listening to your emotions anymore and i think in a similar category there's emotional control which is like um i remember this example from when i first was studying sports psychology and learning the definition between responding and reacting mm-hmm. was the re- the response example was chrissy wellington a professional iron man triathlete was on the side of the road at Kona with two flats, maybe even her third flat, um, asking people as they went by, do you have a CO2 cartridge? Do you have, a, do you have an extra tube? Do you have... And just calmly asking. Eventually she got one, fixed her flats, won the race. Then there was, I can't remember who the male athlete was, also at Kona, got a flat, got a second flat, reacted threw his bike (laughs) off the road and was totally done with the race and emotional control in Mm -hmm. that instance is what chrissy did right the like i'm not going to yeah i'm frustrated but i'm not gonna go destroy my bike over this i'm gonna keep asking for help yeah um so i think there's numbing our emotions i think there's kind of being at the effect of our emotions And then there's, and there's letting our emotions flow through us, which I think is, you know, what we all aspire to do, or mm-hmm. like I think we all we do. And then there's the next level of recognizing that our emotions are actually our direct connection with the universe, mm-hmm. and it's a it's like a secret code. Mm-hmm. That we get, we as emotional beings, even though you and I both have defined sacrals and defined spleens, we also have this gift of emotional authority, which is the universe directly being like, look at this, see this, go this way, don't go this way. Right. And yeah, that's the like emotional guidance. Do mm-hmm. so I think you learned emotional emotional guidance this year i would say i started on the path to learning emotional guidance i think learned in a past tense sense sounds a lot like i've wrangled it far more than i have well i think yes saying that anything is past i mean we tense. all yeah in a we're past all tense, i can tell you that i learned calculus yes. but please don't make me do it now because <laughs> exactly. i do not remember anything i also learned french and italian and Oh, those are quite rusty. And I guess this is a this is learned can also learned we often think of this is risk of being an esoteric conversation, but learned has a carries with it an assumption that you've learned it and it's done. Whereas I think in one way to look at learned is you learned and then you'll learn some more. Like you haven't mastered. It's not like you said I've mastered emotional control, which God help us is absolutely not the case. Um but yeah, I learned it and I'll probably be learning it next year and then I'll learn it the year after and I'll be learning it for a while to come like forever like I really don't believe that anything ends no multiplication tables once you've learned that you've you've learned that once I don't need to learn two times two anymore although at some point in time I might you could because you could end up with amnesia of some sort you could need to relearn your multiplication tables. True. I think we're getting sidetracked a little bit. You think? <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, so that's what I think this year was about. Um, it was about the just the emotional side of things, um, which is kind of an obvious statement when you look at the past year, but I do feel like that's that was the purpose of it as opposed to just being like, yeah, it was a shitty year. No, it was, it, there was a lot of, there were a lot of master classes in there. And I think it's really interesting that obviously I had a very emotional year as well. And in September, I got this really hard nudge to look at emotional authority. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to create a master class on emotional authority. Mm-hmm. No, no, Kelsey, that's not what you were supposed to do with that. You are supposed to learn all the things to dive deep into it, explore it in yourself, explore it in Pete, explore it in 
other people like I know people with each different emotional wave explore it all and really like gather all that information and once you understand it then you share it and share it in a way that feels aligned with you Mm -hmm. to my future self possibly listening to this Kelsey Abbott you don't like watching videos don't make videos that is not aligned for you yeah no cue future you reference yes hopefully future me listens to that but i have a feeling that future me is going to need to learn many of the lessons i learned this year again and again and again and again because that is but it builds on itself it does it does hopefully Mm -hmm. um and i remember amy white has this great analogy here and i and no, I'm going to skip that. Go listen to one of my episodes with Amy. One it's, of them. It's, I mean, we do it every month. And it's about us carrying a wagon with us and being like, but I already learned that. Mm, but have you really let it go? Are you really practicing it? Mm-hmm. Are you really, truly done with it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought of another one of my delightful surprises. Go ahead. I gave away I'd been gifted I spoke at an event and I received this box full of goodies in the mail and today I gifted all this jewelry to people and it made them so happy I had no idea it was gonna make people so excited yay and it it just it felt so good to give well, and just to clarify, this was stuff that just didn't speak to you necessarily in terms of what it what it was. Like it just it wasn't it, it just wasn't energetically right or it just didn't fit. And so you weren't sure what to do with it. And this opportunity clearly has presented itself. And that's just maximizing the energy out in the world because if like it, it was great stuff. It just wasn't a fit for you. Mm, and that just reminds me, too, of one of the things I have been saying on a daily basis which is please help me have the courage to allow your love to flow through me mm-hmm. to the divine and that's what that was mm-hmm. allowing divine love to flow through me it You're doesn't acting have to, as a conduit doesn't yeah, have to stop with you it, and it doesn't have to come from me it's no. not it's not mine someone mm-hmm. asks oh is this your company no no i'm just letting these pass through me mm-hmm. i'm sharing mm-hmm. there you go So, where else would you like to take this episode? I know it's almost dinner time. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think we covered the important bits. Like, it was really just focusing in on what the year has taught us and what the year is focusing on the things that we've walked away, taken away from the year, as opposed to focusing on the events themselves that were the teaching events. Because I think that's it's a slippery slope into just listing off things that you found challenging or shitty yeah when we talked about that yesterday it was like oh that just feels like a list of complaints yeah and and we like that's not the point all of the stuff is here to teach us stuff and not in a way that it all happens for a reason or blah 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 and none of that kind of stuff that's often used to kind of just i don't know cover over in a in a in an attempt to ease but yeah, like, what did you learn from it? Why, why, you know, find the thing that it helped you see and understand. And I recognize for some people, we're not trying to be vague here. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to bypass. And for some people, you may need to list out the massive, like, classes that the universe took you through this year. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You no. may feel a lot of validation with that. You do you yeah and if you want to know the specifics of anything that i've been through this year please email me kelsey at kelseyabba.com yeah i'm i am an open book and i will tell you it all yeah no it's not an attempt to as you say to be vague or to hide anything it's just there's less value in dredging it all up and going through it again through that thing rather than focusing on what what it was that it was teaching us it just doesn't feel like it's the point right it's focusing on the 
and it's not just focusing on the positives and ignoring the negatives. It's focusing on on how we have grown this year. It's seeing like, whoo, I got my booty kicked this year. Yeah. And I'm still here. Yep. And wow, that changed me. Mm-hmm. And yes, I see that the previous however many years has been training me for this. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm really excited to see what's next. Well, and, and I'm grateful for the person I am now compared to the, who the person I was at the start of last year. And I'm grateful for that person as well. Yep. We just keep deepening. Yeah, you just keep growing. And together, I think you and I keep yes. deepening and growing together. And we have no idea. We're not like, oh, we're going there. Yeah, no, we have no idea. There's no there there. There is no there there. There there. So yeah, I don't have anything else to add. I think this has been fun for me. I hope it's been fun for you. It has been fun for me. Excellent. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and your light once again with the Find Your Awesome Podcast audience. Thank you for having me. It's been a fun time as always. I love you. Love you too. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it far and wide. And if you are inspired to do so, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave the Find Your Awesome Podcast a five-star rating and some kind words in the form of a review. Thank you so much. Remember, if you want to work with me, learn all the ways you can do that at KelseyAbbott.com. Get yourself on my newsletter list. That is how you will stay up to date and learn all about the little things I'm doing. There are some things that I only announce to my email list. So you can get yourself on there at KelseyAbbott.com. I love you. You're amazing. You're wonderful. You are a miracle. Go forth and be awesome.